Hi friends, welcome back to The Next 23. If you are listening to this in your regular podcast listening spaces, then everything will be as usual, as normal, just like all the other podcasts that I have recorded. However, today is a very exciting special day because I have decided to launch this podcast into video as well. I'm giving you guys the behind the scenes look of what it actually looks like when I am recording these episodes. And so if you are in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you normally listen to on my website and you want to actually see me, then head over to YouTube and I am going to post the video recording of this podcast. It will be the same, so feel free to keep listening and and that's all good. But I just decided that I am now in my new home and my new space that I just love. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It's as if you're already on here on YouTube, it's got all the windows and the light and I have my little plant here, which she's hanging on barely. I'm not a plant person, but she's hanging in. And I just thought, you know what? It's time to do something a little scary, a little uncomfortable. I am a photographer, so I am super comfortable behind the camera, not in front of the camera. This is very awkward for me, but I thought, you know what? I just, I'm going to do it. I recently learned there's a thing called video podcasts and I watched several on Spotify. I don't know how that works. I don't know how to make that happen. I don't even know if that's possible, but I do know how to get this up on YouTube. So I'm going to create the podcasts as videos on YouTube as well. So welcome to the next 23 officially live in person, visually here I am in all of my blazer glory. This is me. If you are new here, quick little background, especially if you're new watching me, I am Kelly Taylor and I got married when I was 23 years old. I was married for 23 years and two years ago I found myself divorced and realized that I was jumping into the next 23 years of my story. And I had no idea what that was going to look like. I didn't know what the next month, two months, six months, two years was going to look like as far as me being a single woman, a single mom, a a single adult. I mean, I was a baby when I got married. I met my ex-husband when I was 22. We got married when I was 23. And, you know, I've never really been single as an adult. So I didn't know what that was going to look like. So I decided to start a podcast, really just as therapy and to talk about all the things that were happening, all the things I was thinking and feeling. I am very much an extrovert, I'm extroverted extrovert. And so talking about all the feelings I have and thoughts and emotions feels very natural and feels very good and very cathartic and therapeutic and all the things. So I thought, well, podcast is exactly perfectly the place I need to be. So 
I started the next 23 podcast and I really didn't think it would go anywhere. I didn't think anyone would really listen to it. I don't know why I thought that because so many people have similar stories to mine. So many people have very different stories to mine, but similar feelings about their stories. And everybody has a fascinating story to tell. So I'm here to share mine and to, you know, be as open and honest as I can. There's weird stuff I probably talk about. There's funny stuff I talk about. There are sad and emotional things I talk about. Lots of hard, lots of good, lots of exciting. So that's just kind of what we're here for. I'm not going to make, I don't make these long. Um, I try to keep them between 10 and 20 minutes because who has the time? And it's just me. I mean, really, honestly, (laughs) to listen to one person talk about random thoughts for way too long. So there are thoughts about bringing other people on and interviewing and having other amazing people on this podcast and now the video podcast, which feels like even more exciting. So that will probably happen. So I'm pretty sure that's going to happen at some point too, because again, I have this beautiful space. Why not? So what do I want to talk about on this inaugural first video podcast or the, I think it's the 51st audio podcast that I'm doing. So as I was thinking about it earlier today, I realized the perfect topic that I've wanted to talk about for a couple weeks now is the difference between I can't and I don't want to and the importance in that difference. So I, a while back, I was talking to my daughter who is, you guys, in just a hot minute. And when I say hot minute, two weeks, going to graduate from high school. She's my youngest. That's going to be a whole series, I'm sure, of podcasts and topics that I'll be bringing out as soon as I can get the words. They're, they're right here. I'm shoving them down for a bit. So I'm, I'm not ready to get those words out just yet. But a few months ago, I was talking to my daughter and she is brilliant. She's so smart. She's super creative. She's also very math, science-y, STEM brain. She is going into engineering. She's going to University of Colorado Boulder, Scobuffs. I don't know why I did this. I don't think that's a thing. Um, That's definitely not their thing. I don't know. I could not go to Colorado. Learning all the things. But Scobuffs is apparently a thing. So I was talking to her and she made a comment that, that she said, you know, mom, anyone can be anything that they want. They just have to have the patience and the energy to do the research and to do the work. And I thought about that and I was like, you know, she's really right. And as we were talking through it and sort of brainstorming, well, what if, what about this job or what about this thing or what about that? And every example I thought of, and I I said to her, she was like, no, she's like, yeah, I could do that if I wanted. I just have to go to medical school if I want to be a heart surgeon. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, you could. Uh, I could be an Olympic speed skater if I wanted to. And I was like, okay, yeah, actually you probably could. Every single thing that I came up with, she was like, no, if I was passionate enough and worked hard enough, 
and did the work, there are all the resources available to me to be able to figure it out and I could do it. And she's so right. She's so right. So I've been thinking about that for a while now. And I've been thinking about the, how a lot of people that I hear when I'm talking to people, meeting people, family, friends, anyone, when I hear somebody say, oh, I can't do that. And a lot of people say it to me as far as like, oh, you're so creative. I can't do that. Oh, you are so busy. You do all these things. I can't do that. You're this, you're that. Oh, I can't do that. And ever since she and I've had that conversation, I've been thinking about it. And I've, I, I don't say this because I feel like it would probably be rude and I don't quite know how to say it. So I'm saying it here that you can do that. You just don't want to do that. And I want to break that down because I feel like it is very acceptable in today's world for people to say, I can't do that. So I'm not going to do it. I can't, I can't do it. And people are like, Oh, okay. She can't do that. So we'll get someone else to do it. It's not acceptable. I feel like for people to say, I don't want to do that. And I think those things need to be flipped, right? I think it needs to be very accepted. I think if I don't want to do something, I don't want to be a heart surgeon, you guys. Like, I would love to be able to save someone's life. But I don't want to be a heart surgeon. I don't want to go to medical school. I'm not a science person. I'm not a math person. I can't imagine a world that I would want to dedicate that much time and energy and mental thought to doing all that work because that's not what I'm passionate about. So I don't want to be a heart surgeon. I don't want to go hike Mount Everest and I don't want to be a snowboarder. I could if I wanted to. I mean, it seems a little ridiculous because I hate all that exercise. I'm so inflexible. I am so not coordinated. I tried snowboarding and I sucked at it. And yet, if it was something I was passionate about, I could do the work to get flexible. I could do the work to train and to take lessons and classes and get all the right gear and practice and fall and practice and fall until I got really good at it and then be an amazing snowboarder. I could do that. I don't want to do that. My daughter wants to do that in Colorado. So that's amazing. I don't want to do that. So I have been trying really hard to stop saying I can't do that and start saying I don't want to do that. I could, but I don't want to. And the reason I think it's so powerful and so important, especially as women, for us to adopt that language shift and that mind shift as far as what we want to do and don't want to do versus what we can do and can't do is because it's so empowering. It builds up so much confidence because if I am sitting here and I say, oh, I cannot, I cannot snowboard. I'm not flexible. I can't get up when I've fallen. I, I look ridiculous. I can't do it. I can't do it. That makes me feel very deflated and it makes me feel very bad about myself, right? But if I say, you know what? I don't really want to snowboard. I don't want to do that. I'm not passionate enough 
to do the work to get flexible enough so that I can stand up without looking like an idiot, so that I can figure out the balance and not fall and get a concussion I, and break a thousand things. I, I don't want to spend that time and energy. I want to sit in the lodge and drink hot cocoa and, you know, be on my computer and watch all the people and just be all cozy by the fire. That's what I want to do. Saying those things puts me in a position of power and confidence in myself. And it is just such a huge shift. Like it really, really is a huge shift. It's amazing. So I really would love for all of us to take the I can't words out of our vocabulary. Just remove them from our vocabulary and instead replace it with I don't want to or I can't do it yet. Oh, you guys, go back and listen to, I think it was the last podcast, 50, where I talk about and yet. That little three-letter word yet is so fucking amazing. I love that word. It In the last episode, I talked about how and yet those two words, that phrase changes so many things where it it seemingly brings two very incongruent, very diametrically opposed things together in a beautiful way. For example, I did this thing that I'm embarrassed about, and yet I'm so grateful I did it. I was super, super scared about doing this thing, and yet I'm so proud of myself for doing it. I am grieving so hard at the loss of this loved one. And yet I'm so, so grateful for the big love I had for that person. And yet it's such a bridge. It's such a gift. It's such an invitation. Then if you break it down even more the, to just the word yet, yet that is such an opener, right? It just opens up everyone's world. It opens up your space. It's, I can't do this yet. I haven't done that yet. I, I haven't been there yet. I haven't accomplished this thing yet. I'm not going to attempt this big goal yet it it, it's it's like the dot 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 in writing right it just it continues the story and it opens things up so if you want to use the words I can't please add the word yet to it because that will also build up your confidence build up that that power inside of you I can't do this yet or I don't want to do this. And then it's just a gift. It's just a, 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 just like, and yet it's an invitation to decline this thing and go about your life and go about your business and not worry about it, not feel bad about it, not think twice about it. Yeah. Thank you. But no, I don't want to do that. I appreciate it. I can admire that in you. I can respect that 
this thing is happening, I can really, really love and appreciate all the people who can do those things and do do those things and want to do those things. But yeah, I don't want to do that. So thank you. But no. And I, I don't know, I think that is, I think that is really fascinating. And that's quite amazing uh, to shift your thinking and shift your mindset in that way. And if we can all do that on the daily, think about, think about the positivity and the weights that can be lifted off of our own shoulders and our own souls and our own hearts. If we look at opportunities in front of us, experiences in front of us, things that we might want to do in the future, if we look at it like, well, I can't do that yet, but I think I'm passionate about it and I want to try and I want to learn and I'm going to get really good at it. Or, yeah, thanks. I don't, I, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to just pass on that to free up space to do this other thing over here that I really want to do. Fascinating. I love it. It's amazing. And we can all do anything that we want to do that we're passionate about. And I want to, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there as a challenge. So if anyone can think of something, because I feel like my daughter and I, when we had this conversation, I feel like we came up with one or two things that legitimately some people cannot do these things. But for the life of me, and I've been thinking about this for a week, I, I can't remember what they were. So we may not have, we may have debunked everything we tried to come up with as far as Oh yeah, no, we could never do that. And then one of us was like, oh no, but we actually could. And here's how we could if we wanted to. So if you can think of anything that someone could not do or could not learn to do or could not find a way to make happen within their life, literally, legitimately just cannot do, let me know. DM me put in the comments, whatever, let me know what that is because I am super curious and, and I will be the first one to admit, oh, okay, this whole episode was wrong. There, there it is. There's something that someone cannot do physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. But I just, I don't, I don't think there is. And I also, I think it was the, um, the Winter Olympics and I'm probably going to get this wrong and I probably should have done the research before I started this, but it just came into my head. There was a, I think it was a, a speed ice skater, speed skater woman who grew up in, I want to say like Jamaica or Bahamas or some tropical island that's amazing and beautiful. And I don't think she'd ever seen snow. And six years prior to these winter Olympics, she went ice skating for the first time and fell in love and said, I'm going to be an Olympic skater. And sure as shit, this woman won a medal in the Olympics. I'm going to try and find it and research it. And I'll put it in the show notes and or comment it below or however the YouTube thing works. But you guys, she was an adult, I think, or a young person, had never seen snow or ice. I skated for the first time and said, I'm going to win an Olympic medal. And in six years, she did. So you can't tell me that there's not 
anything that anyone can't do. Sorry, Betty White, the pup's just barking in the background. So I just hope that you guys are, can jump on this train with me and let's just all stop saying I can't and start saying I don't want to. Give ourselves permission to say I don't want to or I can't yet if it actually is something you want to do and that you'd be really excited to do and you're willing to do the work. It might take a month. It might take a year. It might take 10 years. It might take 30 years. But if you want to do it and you're passionate about it, you do it. You do the work and you make it happen. And I know you can. Love you guys. The Next 23 is produced in partnership with Taylor Street Designs. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also visit me at thenext23.com. Love you guys.